Hello, this is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Once again, I appreciate you taking a few moments to listen in today. Last week, we started talking about the financial metrics that need, we need to be measuring depending on what phase of the business that, you, uh, that we are in. Now, this isn't at all an extensive uh, dive, deep dive into, uh, into financial metrics, uh, depending on the stage of, of your business. Some of these metrics uh, may apply to your business, some may not apply to your business, but I'm, what I'm kind of really hoping is to just kind of give you a baseline of some basic principles as it relates to your business, what phase of the business that you're in, and then what you should be looking at uh, if you happen to be in that phase. Last week, we, uh, we talked about uh, the startup phase. Now, um, the, the startup phase is, uh, is kind of the, you know, you're just getting the business off the ground, uh, and you're really kind of just trying to figure some things out. And uh, if, you, if you missed that podcast, I encourage you to go back and, and kind of listen to it. We talk a little bit about what it means to be in that phase of business and then uh, just a few metrics that you, uh, you should be looking at when you're in that phase of your business. Today, we're going to move to the next phase. Now, each one of these phases of business has, uh, has different names attributed to it. Uh, some of them, uh, from an accountant's perspective, I, I kind of like. Others, I, I don't necessarily care for, and that is the case with this particular phase. Generally, it's called the the gross phase or the gross stage of the business, and uh, you're uh, you're transitioning between you're out of that startup phase. Uh, and you're moving uh, hopefully toward the point of being profitable. And I think there's really a stage, uh, um, sometimes profitability and, uh, and whether or not the business is truly viable. Uh, many times when you kind of have these conversations, those end up being synonymous. I'm going to break those two apart, and I'll explain why over the next couple weeks. Uh, but today uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the growth phase of the business. I've heard this, uh, the Empire Operating System. Uh, I was at a, a seminar out in Utah. I heard this particular phase referred to as as the, uh, the perseverance stage. And I, I think I like that term even better than I do the growth stage. Uh, hopefully in our business, we're always growing, uh, but uh, typically this uh, particular phase is called uh, the growth phase. I've also heard this stage called the survival stage. Okay, so you may have heard uh, these terms used uh, as it relates to this particular phase of the business. The, the main problem that a business owner has when they're, when, when they're in this particular phase is, uh, is understanding the relationship between revenue, expenses, and cash flow. And I've heard, uh, you know, um, and there's shirts out there, T-shirts that are out there that say cash flow on them. And I want cash flow. I'm looking for cash flow. And that's all perfectly fine and good. I can get, I can have good cash flow. I can have bad cash flow. I can go down to the bank and take a $100,000 loan out. And all of a sudden I have cash flow. Okay, I have $100,000 in the bank, but guess what? I have to repay it. So there, that's not a good type of a cash flow. Um, and, uh, and, and cash flow is, is measured in different ways, and, and uh, we, can get, we can get into that in a different podcast. But kind of really understanding the relationship between your revenue and your expenses, uh, what are we calling profitability, and then, uh, and then how does it relate to, to my cash flow. And I'll get into that a little bit as we work to this particular podcast. So the, the entity generally in this particular phase of business generally does have enough revenue to cover its operating expenses. However, it has not really gotten to the point to where it can consistently cover its debt and it really hasn't gotten to the point to where it's able to pay us investors back. Okay, so it's really kind of at the point to where revenue is greater than expenses. There, there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of what typically people think as profitability, a little bit of profit there, uh, but not enough really to consistently to uh, to be able to plan really long, to be able to consistently pay uh, its debts or pay down its debt, uh, and uh, and then forget about getting to the point of consistently being able to get to the, uh, to pay back the owner's investment, whether it's the owner that's that's working in the business, the owner operator, or 
the one that uh, may be on the sidelines that is, that's invested in the business, hoping to see some sort of a cash flow uh, or ROI at some point in the future. Uh, in this particular phase of business, the owner many times is sitting in, in more than one seat. Uh, so it's not, uh, it's not owning the business. It is really still operating the business, and it may be sitting in one, two, or three seats in the business still when it's in this particular uh, phase of the business. So kind of give me a little bit of a picture of uh, maybe you're, you're in this position. You're month over your month. You're kind of living, quote, unquote, paycheck to paycheck uh, in your business. Um, you're not able to pay your investors back. Uh, sometimes uh, you're up at night kind of wondering how you're going to pay off that loan payment or that credit card payment in that particular month. And, uh, and there, there's still some real struggles uh, that are going on in the business, uh, both uh, um, structurally as well as, I, I would say, even psychologically and emotionally uh, for, the, uh, for the owner. Uh, the primary KPI that a uh, that um, a company would be looking at, a business owner would be looking at in this particular uh, business, really is going to be those uh, those um, indicators in the business that are driving growth. Okay, so how am I getting my customers? How am I reaching my customers? How am I getting money in the door? Okay, so uh, on the on the on, in the first phase, we're kind of starting to get into this. In the second phase, we're really focused on KPIs that are that are really kind of revenue driven. Okay, and, uh, and that you'll see that as we kind of go through these particular metrics that, uh, that we should be looking at. And uh, some of these uh, I'll try to help define. It can be a little bit complicated. Uh, I would encourage you if I kind of mention something here and you're kind of maybe not understanding it or maybe need a visual, podcast isn't really good many times for that, uh, maybe to go to a YouTube video, um, look, some, uh, look up uh, some articles online that may give you some graph to help you visualize this. So the first metric I think really we need, really need to understand is the uh, customer lifetime value as it relates or a ratio uh, to the uh, customer acquisition cost. Talked a little bit about uh, last week about both of these uh, particular metrics as they are uh, stand on their own. Okay, so the, the lifetime value of a customer, what does that mean? Okay, so the customer lifetime uh, uh, value, I'm sorry, lifetime value of a customer is basically going to be what is the amount of revenue that I'm uh, receiving from that customer times the number of transactions I expect to receive from that customer uh, times my retention rate. And, uh, and so that essentially is what is that lifetime value is going to be of the customer. So how much money am I receiving? So if, it's a, a, uh, if I'm dealing with monthly recurring revenue, uh, I am receiving X dollars a month uh, every month for, uh, for my app. Okay, so I'm, I'm taking that, uh, that amount times the number of months that my average customer uh, pays. Okay, and that is going to be what that, uh, what that lifetime value is. Okay, and so uh, I'm going to take that times my, my gross margin percentage. And that'll, that'll give me the, the kind of that number. So once you sit down and you kind of figure out what is this, uh, what is the amount of revenue I'm going to derive from this customer? And then uh, I'm going to take that uh, as a ratio to the acquisition cost to, uh, um, to acquire that customer. So what did it cost me to get that customer in the door? So for example, if I expect my average customer, I am expecting to receive about $3,000 from that particular customer. And on average, it costs me about $300 to, uh, to receive that customer. You can kind of do that ratio as a, as a 10 to 1 ratio. Okay. Now, uh, kind of across industries, uh, this metric generally is, in order for my business to be profitable, is, is three to one. Uh, it, but that, uh, that almost is meaningless because it's really going to depend on what type of business that you're in. Okay, but if you, it's costing you more to acquire a customer than the amount of revenue you're receiving from that customer, obviously uh, your, your, your business is going to fail right off the bat. Okay, but I have to have enough margin there. I have, a ha have to have enough 
uh, recurring revenue or enough revenue from those transactions, enough sales to cover my acquisition cost. And then whatever is left is what I'm going to essentially be using to cover my admin cost, my overhead cost, and also uh, um, as it relates to being able to cover my debt when I'm in this particular phase. Okay, and as that ratio increases, uh, then at that point I'm, I'm able to uh, look into uh, into true growth in the business, uh, true scaling of my business, uh, and, and and what what uh, do I have enough meat on the bone, so to speak, to be able to invest back into my business? So understanding the first uh, metric of my uh, lifetime value of my customer as it relates to my customer acquisition cost, I need to be monitoring that. Okay, and that that uh, that spread should be growing uh, the longer my business, uh, longer I am in business. Okay, so if right now, if I'm uh, my average uh, uh, lifetime value of my customer is two to one, I'm going to be wanting to make sure that I'm uh, pushing toward three to one. And I also need to understand in my business, what does that ratio need to be uh, in, in order for my business to survive? Okay, so that's the first metric. The second metric is monthly uh, recurring revenue. Uh, we also mentioned this last week. I'm going to continue to monitor this, and I need to make sure that it's increasing. So if I'm in a business and I have a, a business model to where uh, I'm having recurring revenue, okay, I need to be saying, is that is that particular uh, um, uh, um, revenue amount, that monthly recurring revenue amount, is it increasing? Is it growing? Is my revenue increasing? Okay, so uh, generally uh, this particular metric will, uh, will increase, it will improve uh, if I have a repeatable sales strategy uh, and if I'm uh, understanding my most effective lead channels. Okay, and then if I'm also addressing the pain points in the business as it relates to, um, as it relates to my customers. Okay, so if I'm, if I'm doing those types of things, if, my, if I'm understanding why my customers are buying, if I'm understanding how to reach my prospective customer, and I'm uh, truly solving their pain points, the, my revenue is going to increase. If I'm, if I'm failing in one of these three areas, it may not be growing at all, or it'll be growing uh, in, a, in, a, in a way that isn't going to be growing quickly enough to, uh, to make the business uh, get to the point of where it's going to be viable or profitable. Okay, so is my, is my monthly recurring revenue uh, increasing? Is my revenue increasing? Are my sales increasing? Next, is my gross margin increasing? Uh, defined gross margin last week, uh, but gross margin uh, is, your net, uh, is your net revenue less the cost of goods sold. Okay, so it's your, your revenue less your, uh, is your, less your cost of goods sold. So I'm going to take my, my gross revenue, subtract my, um, my uh, cost of goods sold. That's going to get me to my net revenue number. Okay, so is, is that number increasing? And uh, this kind of really kind of goes back to what uh, we talked about here a moment ago. But when I'm going through and I'm, uh, I'm going and I'm selling a product, I need to look what is it costing me to produce that product. So if I'm in a uh, business where I'm, uh, I'm making something, I'm producing something, I have cost of goods sold. What is the material cost? What is the labor cost that went into developing this product and, and getting this product uh, to, uh, to the point of where I can sell it to a customer? And then once I sell it to a customer, uh, what is that spread? That's called the gross margin. That number needs to be increasing. So I need to be able to, as my, my business grows uh, and I'm working my way through the phase, hopefully I'm, I'm able to purchase more from my vendors, from my suppliers, able to get those costs down. I'm able to uh, get to the point of where maybe I'm increasing my revenue so that way that, uh, that, that spread widens and uh, I'm able to have more to be able to cover the cost of my overhead, my admin, and also get into um, uh, paying down my debt and my investors. So uh, my cost of goods sold are the, uh, are the cost directly related to the production of the product or service. Generally, we think about material and labor. If your uh, gross margin is increasing, you're able to keep more of your capital to pay administrative costs, debt obligation, and also hopefully for future investment if you're looking to the point of wanting to grow your business. Uh, this can be done in several ways, such as changing your pricing model. 
uh, decreasing your churn rate. We talked a little bit about that uh, last week. And so, uh, what is uh, so? How, how many of my customers uh, am I losing? How many of my customers are not renewing? Okay, so uh, decreasing my uh, my churn rate, uh, decreasing discounts, um, uh, and then uh, decreasing the cost uh, to produce the product. Uh, or service, uh, and then increasing efficiency and good internal uh, controls as it relates to handling my inventory. Okay, so this can really, there's a whole bunch of different factors that can relate to increasing my gross margin. Some of these will be applicable to your business, others may not be. Okay, so you need to understand uh, what is driving my, uh, my margins, and then what dial do I need to turn in order to get those margins uh, to be greater. So I have more to be able to address my overhead, my admin, to be actually be, actually be able to pay myself in the business, to actually be able to, uh, to address debt, and then hopefully also be able to put some money onto the side to, uh, to invest in the business uh, going forward. And so uh, when I'm looking at my gross margins, a couple other areas quickly that, um, that we need to look at. Uh, first of all, understanding of what my break-even point is. And there are a number of different methods, generally three different methods as far as calculating the break-even point. But bottom line is understanding the amount of revenue that I need to collect in order to, uh, to cover my uh, fixed and variable cost. Okay, so what is, what is my break-even point? Sometimes when people are going through and calculating their break-even point, they forget their debt obligation. They forget their investor obligations. Okay, those need to be included in there. If I'm truly uh, getting to understanding the break-even point of my business, not only am I covering my fixed and variable cost, uh, but also making sure that in those costs included are, my, uh, are, are the cost as it relates to servicing the debt that I have in the business. And then uh, lastly, uh, understanding cash runway. Also talked about this last week, my cash runway, the length of time uh, which a company can remain solvent. So uh, how, uh, how much cash do I have? And as I'm analyzing my cash, how much do I have uh, to, in order to keep, uh, to keep my business solvent, to keep my business surviving? Hopefully that number is growing. Hopefully uh, that I'm uh, uh, obtaining more and more cash. I'm keeping more and more of my cash uh, in my business uh, to where I get to the point to where I have a comfortable amount of cash uh, to be able to, to operate my business in a way that uh, allows for my business to be healthy. And uh, the cash runway answers the question, how long can we operate with the cash that we have? And uh, this calculation uh, basically is my cash over my burn rate. If this number is not lengthening, the business will not, will not progress to the next stage. And so if my cash runway is shrinking, if it's shriveling, if it's not increasing, I'm not going to be able to get to the next phase of my business. Okay. And eventually, uh, either my company will revert back to the startup phase or will end up failing altogether. So the break-even point focuses on the P&L, whereas the cash runway will also consider the cash that is needed to pay down debt obligations as well. So understanding a few of these metrics I need to be looking at when I'm in this phase. Of course, I think there are probably uh, others. There are others as it's going to relate to your business. But I think these especially are really going to be helpful uh, when you're in this phase of the business to be monitoring on a, on a, on a weekly basis, a monthly basis at, uh, at, at, um, at least. Okay, but, but uh, maybe uh, even looking at these on a, on a week-over-week basis until the point to where my business gets to the point of profitability. Really digging in, understanding what dial do I need to turn, what areas of my business uh, do I need to look at, whether it's on the revenue side, which you're really going to have to do heavily in this stage, but also not neglecting uh, the, um, the, the cost of goods sold area and uh, looking at uh, what are those areas that maybe I need to address as it relates to the production uh, of my product or my service. Hope this particular podcast was of some help to you. I would encourage you, if you haven't already, please consider subscribing to the Belk on Business Podcast. Thank you, thank you once again for taking a few minutes to listen in. This is Josh Belk with the Belk on Business Podcast. Have a wonderful day.